Welcome back to Heck of a Book. I'm your host, Ellie Mano, age 13, and for the 94th official episode of Hook of a Book, I'll be reviewing an incredible listener request sent in from Ariel, The Wild Robot by Peter Brown. I know some of you might be thinking, why should I read a book about a robot? Robots can't feel emotion, so how could I show any emotion for them while reading? However, I really loved this book. Believe it or not, The Wild Robot made me laugh out loud, and may have made me cry. For some reason, I cry more in books about animals or inanimate objects than humans. I really don't know why, and my friends tease me about it a lot. Let me read you a summary of The Wild Robot right now. When a terrible hurricane washes several crates containing robots onto an island shore, the island's animals don't think anything special will come of it. The robots are dead and waterlogged and destroyed. That is, except for one very special robot. This robot, Roz, is accidentally activated by some otters, and she has no idea where she is, who she is, or what her purpose is. All of the animals on the island don't seem to like Roz, and she doesn't understand why. She understands the basic need to survive and not get deactivated or shut down, but that's the extent of her knowledge. After a few close calls, including a bear attack, Roz realizes that she must become one with the animals. They all speak a different language, but Roz is quickly able to figure out what they're saying. She's not trying to be mean or scary, so she's unsure why everybody seems so frightened of her. Roz is just a robot trying to survive. But when she rescues a baby bird who thinks Roz is his mother, this robot's life gets turned upside down. Luckily, the animals are relatively understanding about this, yet none of them will adopt this baby bird, named Brightbill. Roz knows what she has to do. She has to become Brightbill's mother. But how can a robot be nurturing, caring, and motherly? She's never needed food before, so how is she expected to find the right food and water for Brightbill? How will she teach him to fly and do all the other bird things? Yet, Roz is slowly becoming one of the animals herself. She doesn't know any life besides this one, where she's a mother that speaks the language of the animals. She's aware that she's different, but maybe her differences don't matter as much anymore. Roz is learning to feel love. Love for Brightbill, and she genuinely cares about the animals on the island. But what she doesn't know is that the humans from the factory she was manufactured in want Roz and the other dead robots that washed ashore in the hurricane back. Roz has no memories of the factory, or where she was before the island. And she can't leave Brightbill. He depends on her as his mother, and they care for each other more than anything. Will Roz have to face her past and leave behind the only world she's ever known? Like I said, I know Roz is a bot, but I can't help loving her just as much as any other book character I've ever read about. Thank you so much, Ariel, for recommending this book to me. I love it so much. Peter Brown does a fantastic job of keeping Roz realistic, for a robot, but still understandable and lovable as a protagonist. Let me read you a passage from The Wild Robot right now. I wonder what Bright Bill is doing right now. Chit Chat lay on her back and looked at the ceiling as she spoke, and where he is and who he's with and if he ever thinks about us back here on the island. I am sure he thinks about us, said Roz. I think about him all the time. I like to imagine that the geese had a fun flight to the wintering grounds, and now Brightbill is floating on a lovely lake eating yummy food and making wonderful new friends, but hopefully they're not too wonderful because I'd like to stay his best friend, if possible. 
That is a nice thought, said Roz, but I worry that the flock might have gotten caught in this icy weather. I do not think they would handle it well. Don't worry, I'm sure they're fine, said Chit Chat. Bright Bill is such a great flyer that I just know he'll keep the flock out of trouble. He is a great flyer, said Roz, but I still worry. Life is short. Dig down, the old groundhog was giving another one of her fireside speeches. I'll be lucky if I see the spring. I don't want your pity. I've had a good run. But I'll tell you what, if I could do it all over again, I'd spend more time helping others. All I've ever done is dig tunnels. Some of them were real beauties, too, but they're all hidden underground, where they're no good to anyone but me. And they weren't even good to me this winter. Now the beavers, they have it all figured out. They built that beautiful dam, which created a lovely pond that made our lives better. That must feel mighty good. The beavers have made our lives better in another way, said Fink. They taught Roz how to build. Ain't that the truth, said Digdown. Roz, you must have saved half the island with your lodges. And to think that we used to call you a monster. I'll repay my debt to you if it's the last thing I do. Your friendship is payment enough, said Roz. Oh, please, your sweetness is going to make me sick. There must be something we can do. Your friendship really is enough. Friends help each other, and I will need all the help I can get. My mind is strong, but my body will not last forever. I want to survive as long as possible, and to do that I will need the help of my friends. The animals listened quietly to Roz and thought of their own struggles to survive. Life in the wilderness was hard for everyone, there was no escaping that fact. But the robot had made their lives a little easier. And if ever they could, the animals would return the favor. I chose to read that passage to you because you get to meet Roz and Brightbill's best friend, Chit Chat. When this takes place, Brightbill is off migrating with the other geese. Chit Chat was such a funny character, too. She kind of reminded me of myself. I'm that one in the friend group that will talk your ear off. Usually, it's about books or theater. I can't wait to recommend The Wild Robot to some of my friends. Hey, do you know what time it is? It's time for a message for the grown-ups. <coughs> hey, adults. So, in The Wild Robot, there's nothing inappropriate or scary at all. In fact, this will be a pretty short segment. I'd recommend this read for kids ages 7 to 12. Though, if your kid is younger than 9, this would be a good book to read out loud to them. Now, it's time for the last segment on Hook of a Book. What emotion? You know the rules. Okay, drum roll please. The emotion I felt when finishing this book was... Motivated. Motivated to do what, you may ask? I was motivated to read the sequel to The Wild Robot, The Wild Robot Escapes, as soon as I could. Thank you for listening to Hook of a Book this week. If you have a book you want me to review on the show, email me at hookofabookpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send in a voice message that might be featured on a future episode. The links are in the episode description. To stay up to date with all things Hook of a Book related, you can check out Hook of a Book's Instagram. Sometimes additional book recommendations that aren't on the show will be featured there. The link is in the podcast description. Remember, stay safe, Stay healthy and keep on reading. Ellie out.